Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we are bringing you a brand new show called Sticky Money Mondays, a weekly advice column where you give us a sticky money situation that you're in, whether an ex owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oatmeal. You're joined today by retired nice girl Sim, and with me is expert mean friend Sonia, the friend who tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Let's get started. This week's sticky money story comes from a woman who wanted to have a little bit of advice when it comes to how to handle men that keep taking advantage of her money. Dear Sim and Sonia, I always end up with men where I'm paying for everything and helping them pay off their bills, etc. For example, I was seeing this guy and we've been on and off for ages. We'd just gotten back together and he started telling me how he was in trouble with his credit card and he asked for help And before I knew it, I had handed over 500 pounds. Just for clarity, that's about 630 US dollars or 960 New Zealand dollars. We were out and he said he wanted some earrings for 150 pounds and kept asking me to buy them. I felt so uncomfortable, but also didn't say no. And before I knew it, he had me at the register telling me to tap my card and I did. Honestly, I haven't really told my friends. I told my closest friend the last time it happened. It was really shameful and embarrassing telling her because she was like, I know what your morals are with money. Why would you do something like that? It was just kind of shameful. I'm constantly paying for dates or for fuel when we go out. It feels shameful and embarrassing to decline. Maybe I'm just a doormat. I don't know. But any advice that you have to avoid this would be super helpful. My first initial thought was dump him immediately but that's not productive or helpful so I think first of all just to validate your feelings I get why you're embarrassed and you're feeling a little bit shameful especially if your friend had that reaction as well how I would be embarrassed if I spent that amount of money on a man but I think the issue is is that he's putting you in vulnerable situations vulnerable in a sense where it's a very public social situations like getting to the register peer pressuring you to buy the earrings like obviously Obviously, it's not a good look if you create drama at the cash register or like at the end of a restaurant experience and you know you want to avoid that social anxiety so you just take the easy way out and you're tapping your card but also I feel like it's happened so many times that he's just so comfortable with it he sees you as a wallet ma'am it's time to first of all reevaluate why you're with him because if he's like this with money is he like this with how he treats you in terms of like making you laugh like doing chores around the house or just being like a courteous man like why are you with him i would evaluate that and if you like this man you know, when you make your pros and cons list or if you do feel safe enough to go back to that close friend um, and you want to stay with him, please have a conversation with him because you're putting yourself in a predicament of one, losing your coin, your hard-earned coin, and two, I just feel like it sets you up for being treated a certain type of way in the future and as you get more serious into your relationship. So it's better to bring up those conversations now I cannot believe off the bat you're just like dumping. That's my reaction to everything. <laughs> that is Sonia. No one ever brings up a relationship problem with Sonia unless they are comfortable with her saying get rid of the man or, or woman. But that's very on brand. I do agree with you a lot with what you've said. I also want to mention, you know, 
I get wanting to assert yourself as someone who can pay for themselves, who can pay for things. You know, I can almost relate to the fact that, you know, if you're in a social situation and someone asks you to pay something, you feel like you paying is a sign of you showing that you care or showing that you're independent and you don't need their coin. But I think these two traits, you know, showing that you are a caring person and also showing that you've got your own money, you can stand on your own feet. I think you can show that in other ways that don't involve, you know, picking up the bill every time or paying for something for someone. It is kind of crappy to be in a situation where the person you love, you know, is aware that they can kind of push you into paying for something just off the fact that they can take you to the cash register and be like, please, please, please. You know, that's really harsh and not a very loving way to ask someone to buy something for you. I obviously can't speak for all men and I never would want to. I love how politically correct Sim is. Like not all men. Oh my God, that's not what I was meaning. But what I want to say is that, you know, from my experiences with my guy friends or with my family cousins, it doesn't sound like guys do love when a female on the first date goes out and pays. For everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think pay for what you want to, do what you want to, ignore the rules. But the fact that this guy is really comfortable with it, as opposed to like, oh my God, no, like you don't have to, but like, thank you every now and again for like shouting. I, I love that we're like individuals who are equal. It doesn't feel like an equal relationship in terms of money, it feels very skewed towards one side. And I just want to know why we're not labeling men as gold diggers because this is very gold digger <laughs> behavior. It is. It's. I feel like at this point you have a real issue with it since you're bringing it up and you've you know managed to tell a close friend about it. I just want to say it's his behavior that is shitty. Mm. He should be ashamed, not Exactly. You. He should be ashamed. He should be embarrassed. Not because, like, a, a woman's paying for, like, his bills, but the way he's gone about it, there's no mm-hmm. conversation. You clearly aren't comfortable with it. From what you've said, it doesn't feel like he's reciprocating in any which shape or form. But on the flip side, I feel like we need to take a good hard look at ourselves and our circle of influence and our actions and being like, why is this man so comfortable doing this to me again and again. If you're on and off and you're hanging out a lot, like that is multiple instances where he's done this. I feel like you've let this on go on for too long, you know? I feel like now is the time to be like, hey, can we talk and just lay it out on the table? Like, I have bills to pay. I have my own ish to worry about. First and foremost, like, are you broke? Like, are you paying off debt? Like, what's up? <laughs> I want, I would want to come from a place of understanding. Are you paying back the mafia? Like, why can't you pay for your own? earrings. Sonia. I'm totally kidding. I'm not kidding. But at the same time, I feel like you need to have a conversation with him. I would try to come from a place of understanding and be like, hey, I've just noticed that you've done this. I've been observing this. Is everything okay? Can we get you a financial advisor? Just make it clear that you're becoming uncomfortable with the situation because to a certain point, like if you are so uncomfortable and you're not bringing it up, you can't really, and you keep doing it, like you keep paying for him and keep paying paying for these things. It's almost like you can't really be mad about it. Wow, you are a tough cookie. My advice, I definitely think that that's, you know, one way of doing it. My advice would be, yeah, to a degree, like a slice of what Sonia said, I agree with, which is definitely worth bringing it up with him because 
you know, maybe he just hasn't realized, maybe you guys are super young, maybe he hasn't realized that, you know, it's not okay and it is actually something that's bothering you. Maybe he just kind of sees you as, you know, this is just what, you know, so-and-so does. It's her love language and, you know, I'm happy to be spoiled. And that's fine if that was what you were happy to do. But if it's getting to a point where you're like, I'm not enjoying, you know, having this person kind of walk all over me financially, then bring it up. And the way I would bring it up is actually making it a serious thing so they don't think it's a joke where you actually go, hey, look, let's meet up at this date. Let's meet up at this place. I want to have a conversation and kind of start off being like, look, like I appreciate that you're so comfortable with me. I know it's not easy to like, you know, sometimes ask for money or ask for me to cover bills and credit card things. But I think that it's getting to a point where it's starting to affect me financially and I want to help you and love you and support you, but not with my wallet. If he's having a problem with credit card bills, like Sonia said, like maybe help him find a budgeting class or help him if he's willing for it. And if he's not interested in improving his financial situation and is more interested in using you as a crutch, then that is probably more of a sign for at least you've tried. I do also want to say, you know, we've all been there and I don't want you to feel, I've noticed that you use the word shameful a lot and there is no shame in being where you're at because at the end of the day, we've all kind of been there. I remember I had a friend who asked me for you know money because I needed petrol and they were at the petrol station and they were stuck. And I was like, yeah, of course. And I like paid for them. And then someone else messaged me that night being like, hey, didn't you give so-and-so money? They were at the shisha bar. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing that I just paid for someone's night out. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. I feel like that's what I said, but a little bit nicer. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. So I like the way that you phrased it. I think age is also important that I didn't consider because you didn't say your ages, so you might be super young figuring things out together. But if it's a grown man, like please, one, do some inner reflection and just reflect on pros and cons of the situation, what he actually brings to your life because you deserve to one, feel valued, two, feel like you're worth someone spending money on you and wanting to 
halve things or work through things together um, and you deserve to be treated too it's unfair that you've been put in this situation no matter what your love language is I think everyone loves to feel appreciated and taken care of and finances are a huge part of that but yeah that's a good point in terms of like the shisha thing I feel like you know you don't have to comment on it yeah I know I feel like I've commented on it before and thank you for bringing it up I'm pissed off all over again (laughs) (laughs) I also want to mention you did say a line that really resonated with me where you said you know your friend had told you I know what your morals are with money why would you do something like that and I think that shows that you clearly have money values and money morals So you know what you want and you know what's okay with you and what's not. And it's just translating your thoughts and your feelings into your actions. You're already halfway there. It's not like you need to relearn that this is wrong or that you need to, you know, work on your self-confidence and know that this is not okay. I think you're already, you've done half the battle because you know that this doesn't align with your morals. Now it's just translating what's in your head into words. And I think in a relationship, there's going to be communication. There's going to be instances where you disagree on stuff. But in this case, I do think it's something that absolutely bring up with him, but also evaluate if this is the kind of person you want in your life. Because there are people in this world that are very take, take, take. And if he's taking, like Sonia mentioned, is he doing in other areas of your life or does he bring you a lot of value? For example, is he someone that is asking you to fork out 150 pounds on earrings, but he takes care of everything else in your life and you can always rely on him and he's you know always just making sure that you're taken care of in other ways if that's the case then fair enough I'm just worried about how there are some people out there that take you for granted in lots of different ways and if they take 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 now like what's going to happen down the track when you are older and you want to you know, you get married or you want to live together, is he going to be take, take, take in that instance? Are you just going to be the one that's providing for where you live? Are you going to be the one that's forking out for the wedding? Are you going to be the one that pays for your own ring? Like these are questions that are probably so far down the line if you are young, but if you're getting close to that age, then definitely consider what Sonia has mentioned. I know I said what I said. (laughs) Are you backtracking? <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm going to say is, is that I feel like there's no right or wrong answer or right path to do finances with your partner. We discovered that with our episode with Rebecca and conversations that we've had on the gram as well. Every couple tend to do things a little bit differently. You know, not everything is the same. So when you have a think about how you want your finances to be and you're reflecting on this stuff for yourself and then you're opening up that conversation with your partner, you guys might come to an agreement where it might be way different than what's traditional or what I would do or what Sim would do or what like these other people are doing, like 50-50, like exactly 50-50. As long as you're comfortable and you're aligning yourself with your morals and values and you've come to an agreement, then that's what works for you. The reason I said what I said is because you're bringing up shame, embarrassment, and the fact that uh, you don't want to be doing this. One last thing before we wrap up, you know, you mentioned the term maybe I'm just a doormat. That is probably the one part of this entire question that kind of stood out to me because I think a lot of us grow up being like, you know what, maybe I'm just a doormat and we label ourselves as people who have other people walk over us and we're just not comfortable standing up for ourselves. But if this is one instance where you could maybe learn to exert 
you know, what you want in your relationship and your life and kind of take control back of what is okay as a way to treat you and what's not. Use this as an example. There is Mm. no person that is worth being in your life that would have an issue with you saying, I don't want to pay for your earrings. I do not want to pay for your credit card. We can do 50-50 for bills. We can do percentage based on our income for, you know, eating out, whatever. But I am not paying for anything that I'm not comfortable paying for. If someone loves you, they will understand that because that is a normal request. If I said to Sonia, like, I am not paying for this and Sonia had an issue with it, I would reevaluate why that person you know, we're still in my life and vice versa. In this economy, sis, look out for yourself. Inflation is rough. We don't need this. You don't need this. Dump him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let the man go. That's a probably good place to wrap it up. Well, thank you so much for sending through your question. And if you have a sticky money situation that you want answered, email us a voice memo or just a normal email at hello at girlsatinvest.com with the title Sticky Money Story. And you may just be featured in next week's episode. To finish off our disclaimer, so Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.